The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, something that really did work was Ireland's tactic on uh, Saturday afternoon in Aviva Stadium, where uh, the history was made, actually, with the Grand Slam being won uh, in the venerable Lansdowne Road. And Shane Hannan is here to celebrate with me. Shane, good morning. Pat, good morning. Happy Grand Slam Monday. Yeah, double Grand Slam, as it turns out. Can't forget the 20s either. It was uh, it was impressive, wasn't it? it absolutely impressive. Now, very edgy stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the script was well written because we were not allowed to become complacent. I think there was a lot of nerves from people heading, walking towards the Aviva Stadium on, on, at, at the weekend as well, Pat, because the expectation was that we were going to go there and do the job. We were at home. It's in Dublin. The script is set up perfectly. And yet, you could tell by the, by the early exchanges, the nerves from the Irish team as well. When you go 6-0 down, those, those couple of early Owen Farrell penalties, there was yeah. a moment where Johnny Sexton had a, a, a pass that went awry. Hugo Keenan hits a, a terrible uh, kick to touch that just slides off his boot. So you're thinking at that point... This this yeah. is not going to go Particularly like uh, knowing that the wounded lion had arrived uh, from a humiliation by France. This is the thing. And the word grief was used by the, by the English media and by the English camp as well after that France uh, defeat, which was a, a historic defeat for them uh, the weekend previous. OK, now the talking points, of course, uh, they finished up with 13 men on, on the field because uh, of a yellow card at the end. Mm. And uh, that was going to uh, persist unless we went for massive extra time because of this and that and the other. Yes. Um, but the sending off, mm. uh, the British media almost to a man, and maybe there are a few women commenting on this as well, are saying, no, he should not have been sent off. A, a yellow card at most. You know what? The Freddie Stewart's decision. Like, So Hugh, Hugo Keenan is coming towards Freddie Stewart. And at that point in time, the debate here is, and we had Alan Quinnan on the show this morning, and he's kind of saying a yellow card would have sufficed. And I think a lot of Irish people would have been quite happy with the yellow card yeah. and understand it. Now, Jacob Piper, the, the, the referee, had said there was, there was no mitigation. It was dangerous. It was reckless. Uh, and I guess the point being, Freddie Stewart's argument is that I had milliseconds to make this decision. But Brian O'Driscoll was saying at the weekend, you know, there's a duty of care there from the defender yeah. on the attacker to look after them not look after them but, but make sure that there's not horrific I, injury I get the impression that had it been the other way round that there would be no such complaints from the British media if an Irish player had been sent off of course um, rugby players including Rob Carney and the coverage saying you know a bit harsh but there you go the debate seems to be about the referee did everything right by the rules. Yes. Absolutely. And then a lot of the critique from the, particularly the British media is saying, ah, yeah, he did it by the book, but he shouldn't have done it by the book. Because of the magnitude of the game, maybe, is their argument. And, oh, it ruins the fixture, it ruins the game. And I'm sure there's a cohort of Irish fans out there who are thinking at the time, oh, this is going to, we want to beat England with 15 men. We don't have any excuses here whatsoever. Um, but I think, as you said, by the rules, as they currently stand in the modern game of rugby, that was a red card. Uh, now, it, it might look harsh, it might seem harsh, and it certainly had changed the, the, the fortunes of the game to an Irish perspective. But uh, yeah, I think in the rule book, yeah. it was a red card. I, I forget who made the point afterwards, but it was that managing the game also involves managing how many cards you get. You know, if you get a yellow card, you may screw your team's chances. Yes. If you get a red card, you almost certainly will, depending on when that red card happens. Well, discipline. Look at discipline. I Ireland didn't pick up one single card across the Six Nations. That's that's incredible. When you consider you five games of 80 minutes, 85, 90 minutes by the time injury time is played, and not one card picked up. So discipline is, is an issue. Clearly for England, as you say, they finished with 13 men. So now, Already everyone's looking forward to uh, the World <laughs> Cup. Uh, it's interesting to look at the English team because they did... Um 
they did improve dramatically on their effort against France. And you wonder whether when they realised there was nothing really to play for in, in France, whether they let their heads fall. But how many of those te- of that team, the English team, will survive into the World Cup? Well, that's the thing. Steve Borthwick now has to have a number of decisions to make. Eddie Jones, his departure was almost a poison chalice for Steve Borthwick because it came yeah. so close to the Six Nations. Uh, and a fourth place finish in the Six Nations for England with a, te- with a team with so much money pumped into them and really the English Premiership where it's at at the moment as well you expect more from them they just weren't there and they're on the easier side of the draw of the Rugby World Cup you yeah. mentioned Pat so Australia and Wales on that side of the draw we of course know Ireland have uh, the potential New Zealand yeah. or France quarterfinals so England could still go deep in the World Cup so yeah Steve Borthwick has decisions to make and mm. maybe players to cut Now the under 20s uh, Ireland 36 England 24 and uh, another sending off there I didn't see that match so I don't know whether that was controversial or not Yeah it was It was just one of those probably again in the rule book it, it's a red card but as you say 36-24 like to beat England and, and two Grand Slams in a row for that under 20 team and the point is as well the philosophy of that 20s team the style of play mirrors the senior team I know they play them in training quite often out in Abbottstown so that's a massive plus Irish rugby pad in a very very good place Now uh, let's talk about uh, Premier League and Arsenal uh, it's theirs to lose Oh we're talking about the hype train for Ireland heading to the World Cup the uh, the Arsenal hype train has taken off from the station I'd, I'd imagine uh, at this stage Mikel Arteta's team just keep picking up results and keep that pressure on Manchester City uh, rather now it's Man City that are going to have to keep the pressure up on Arsenal but a 4-1 win uh, Bukayo Saka I mean if Arsenal continue in this vein and win the Premier League Saka has to be the player of the season he's been impeccable uh, Odegaard as well pulling strings on that team a brilliant finish from Gabriel Martinelli as the first goal so I mean, Arsenal really, really doing everything they can to win that title, Pat. Lots of talking points over the weekend in terms of soccer, but the FA Cup and the Fulham sending off. I mean, uh, Mitrovic, he's going, to, he's going to get a long ban for he touched the referee. Yeah, I, rightly so, I would say, in terms of the ban, um, because it was just a moment of madness. Yeah. I, and he had scored for Fulham. Exactly. Giving them the lead. They looked like they could, they're heading to Wembley. The, the Fulham fans were singing, we're going to Wembley. And at that moment, so Willian handballs the ball on the line from the Sancho shot. Uh, United get the penalty uh, after the VAR review. Willian gets sent off. And for people who haven't seen it, watch it back. Mitrovic just loses the plot completely. Uh, just after his manager, Marco Silva, got a red. So three red cards in 40 yeah. seconds, it seemed. <laughs> so uh, a bad day for Fulham. Anyway, uh, in GAA, a few headlines, I suppose. A few questions answered. Uh, Kilkenny and Waterford in the hurling. That was answered uh, marginally. Two yes. points in it. And then uh, Dublin and Meath in the football. Oh. Uh, emphatic. Yeah, completely. We look at the, the, I'm just looking at the, uh, the hurling lineup for next weekend. So Cork will play Kilkenny next week, while it's tip against Limerick. They meet in Munster, uh, not until the 21st of May, uh, on the other side of that semi final draw. But yeah, Dublin and Meath, Pat, I, I mean, where's Meath football at at the moment? It's in a dark place. That's where uh, they picked up a. a, a couple of points against Cork early on in the, in the Division 2 campaign and that's probably kept them up but Colin O'Rourke came out afterwards and he was like this is this process is going to take not weeks and not months so he's suggesting it's going to take years to fix this this Meath team um, yeah. so you, you'd be concerned if you're a Meath fan but for the dubs it's, it's full speed ahead and they look set for promotion possibly mm. so much more uh, to talk about in a weekend of sport we don't have time but I want to throw a few things at, at you just a bit of honesty lads that red card killed the game there would be uproar right now if it were Ireland and they were denied a grand slam that's probably true <laughs> um, the people who are saying that it shouldn't have been a red will never be able to claim they support player welfare the fact that uh, Keenan had to go off and remain off proves that it was the right decision it was a, a dangerous play uh, rugby it's simple. Uh, simple England came to do a job to stop Ireland a purely defensive approach and offside for most of the game 
and off, and nearly did it as well. Uh, England's, England's tactics almost worked. So there was a no, number of times in that match where you're thinking, even when, when England went down to 14, you're thinking, OK, well, this game has not turned. It, it was moments like Dan Sheehan's performance, for example. Yeah. Man of the match, brilliant. Two tries. Robbie Henshaw, back in the team. Try. It, there's just strength and depth. I think 30 players were used by Andy Farrell across the campaign, so... They have strength and depth. They have a lot of things that are going in their, in their direction. And when the medals were given out, uh, not to those who didn't play on the day, but the walk and wounded that uh, oh, fetched wow. up there, you know. Knee braces and the whole lot. <laughs> they limped up yeah, to, yeah. to pa- anyway to accept the accolade. Shane, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.